1: Welcome in to the DNBR Avalanche podcast. As the Avs get back into the win column with a 5 1 win over the Seattle Kraken. In the end, it felt like the response you wanted to a uh, tough game. Dust it off and move on with your life? That's right. You're done with it? Easy. Hey, I'm, I'm happy. I'm sure the Avs are happy. But let's do a 60 second rundown of things before we get into anything too crazy first period was actually kind of bad. Avs did not really do too much effective in the offensive end. Nearly were down 2 nothing, but a challenge for goaltender interference keeps it one nothing. And then the start of the second period, also slow, but weren't having the defensive problems they had in the first, until the Avs kind of just took over the game. They finally get one off a Plinko goal that Miko tucks home, and it's off to the races from there. They add four more, including goals from Colton, Makar, Druin, and Nachushkin. And they end up doing what you wanted them to do tonight, taking care of business, making a quality game out of it, you also got fantastic goaltending from Alexander Georgiev. Behind it, even if he didn't have to face very many shots, he made the saves he needed to make. You feel like it's a get right game for everybody. And I don't need the last eight seconds. Not bad. It's a get right game for us. No F- kidding.
0: 52 seconds for the minute rundown.
1: Clicking. We're clicking tonight.
0: Everything's in play. Too easy. <laughs> Just shoulder shrugging our way through life.
1: Uh, but I did want to start. With the first period, a little bit disappointing, no? (laughs) More than a little bit? Yeah. All right.
0: You're one really, really soft goaltender interference call away from that being a disastrous. Yeah.
1: Disastrous period. As it is, it's just
0: plain old boring ass
1: bad. (laughs) Which is an improvement in some ways. Yeah. It's a big improvement. (laughs) where obviously the short-handed goal that gets taken away is a good break for Colorado. Mm-hmm. You take that when you can get it. What is it about the first period with this team right now? And, and, and less so the first period and more so the first goal against, because it's not just a Seattle thing, even though that has happened 10 times in a row, they've given up a whole bunch of the first goal of the game this year. I think it's only four that they haven't. Yeah. Four times. They've scored
0: the first goal, 13 games. That's bad. It's not a ratio you want. On one hand, it makes the nine wins feel a lot better. True.
1: You got five come from behind wins, technically. Boom. Roasted. (laughs) That was high energy right there. Yeah. Is there a—and look, I get it. I see the goal St. Louis scores the other day of the first goal of the game, and you just shrug your shoulders and go, what the hell is that? Yeah, that's a bad luck goal. This is you just got outworked. Yeah. That's the, the goal tonight is
0: you get outworked. They put a puck to the front of the net. They put a rebound home.
1: Yep, it's credit to them. Sometimes life's not complicated. Yeah,
0: but. they outplay you in that situation. They deserve to be up one nothing. They were all over the abs early.
1: Shots were six one, I think, at one point.
0: Yeah, and Tough. so they're they're all over them, man. And that was what they deserved. They deserved, they deserved They deserve to be down one nothing. That's exactly what they got.
1: Did they deserve to be down two nothing? Yeah. You think so?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, they just got a good break that Brandon Tenev d- isn't paying attention <laughs> happens and to just touch Georgiev, Yeah, runs into Georgiev, yeah. unbeated. Yeah. I mean, the way that they call goaltender interference now—that's the right call. In terms of all practicality, did it? Does it? Does it? <laughs> does it
1: change the play? Does at it change all? the play
0: at all? No. Does it change how Georgiev has played in that situation? No. But by the letter of the rule. Exactly. But but way the way the way that, that rule gets enforced these days, that's goaltender cool, interference and it's a good job by Jared Bednar. Yep. He throws that Hail Mary because he gives up that power play if he's wrong, which is a
1: <laughs> small Might price to pay. For the best the way the he has power play. Yeah, is I mean going, it's a small but... price to pay,
0: but yeah, they absolutely did they deserve to get scored on in that situation. That is a atrocious play, Mama Carr. Yeah. And they deserve to be down two nothing. They got a little bit lucky. It's exactly what they needed. They survived,
1: and then they would go on to thrive later in the game. Yeah, but at the moment it was survival. Yeah, Absolutely. they got out of the first,
0: and you were like, "God, that was really just that's bad hockey." They did nothing offensively. They generated they five nothing. six shots.
1: They added one six yeah. shots in the entire period. Two scoring chances. That's nothing. Two. <laughs> I mean, Give
0: for a team, break.
1: for a team that has. In recent memory struggled to score goals On the road Yeah That's
0: bad Usually in recent memory goes back like
1: A game maybe a game and a half (laughs) We're talking four games Yeah we're talking three (laughs) straight shutouts (laughs) Duh Avs got over that eventually Uh, Is But let me ask you this Do you need the Avs To start having stronger First periods Yeah Okay.
0: Absolutely, dude. So, no, no bones about it. It's got to get better. On one hand, once again, the formula of a bad first period and an exceptional third period. For sure. Great. You'll take the third we've, over we've the first said yeah. If you have to choose, then you will choose that but every there's time. There's nothing that says you can't have both. Exactly. <laughs> there's nothing that says you can't also be a great third period team and at least put competitive efforts on the ice in the first. Yeah. It, it needs to be better. Yeah. I, I don't think. And this tonight, Alexander Georgiev bails them out. Keeps, Absolutely, keeps them in this game. Gets keeps them in it to where he gets where the abs get to their game and then and take make over. his life yeah. easy. And then it's all downhill from there. It is all downhill from there.
1: And in that regard, let's take this tangent and talk about Georgiev here. Yeah, first. he was awesome. Really, only faced what nineteen shots, twenty shots, I think. Yeah. So not a heavy workload, but yeah. it, the difference between the Avs getting the saves that they need and not is unbelievably stark. Yeah, night and day. <laughs> yes. Instead of instead of looking at
0: it, going, "Oh man, that's a great finish. That's a great that's a great play by them." Whatever They're, it they've is, they've earned yeah. it. Whatever.
1: It's a nope. The puck didn't go in. Yeah, you gotta. Oh,
0: the Avs are on the other side of this momentum swing now. Yeah. From going from they think they're down 2 nothing after another shorthanded goal against. This is a train wreck.
1: That into, comes off the board, and then back. he makes a couple of big saves. And you get out of that period one nothing. Yeah, and it takes time. Yep. It takes
0: time in the second period. It's not like they came out of the gate in the yep. second period they and dominated. They put up
1: like one or two shots in the first five minutes of the yeah. second, it was a really slow start to the second period yep. for both teams. Yeah, fair. They, Avs did a good job beyond the first period of limiting Seattle and we'll get to the third on its own in a bit but yeah it, it, it this game was the progression from the avs at the bottom back into the team that I think a lot of people expect them to be and I'm sure it took a little bit longer than people would have liked for them to get there in yeah. this game alone sure but they got there yeah. at the end of the night yep so and
0: I mean, when we've been talking about, oh, been, they been—they went the other way against St. Louis. Yeah,
1: they fell off the cliff. Uh,
0: they went the other way and just straight up quit, and it yep. was—it was beyond unacceptable, man. I mean, it was I'm such with you. an embarrassment. I'm with you. And so for them to come out and carry that over into that first period tonight was it disappointing. Felt really bad. Yeah, and into the first half of the second period felt not good, and then they score. For me. What? Yeah, it's whatever. It's, I trust you.
1: Uh, And that's, you know, I think that puck going in and to be clear, it was absolutely a a weird one as that thing ricochets in three, four times. And then Miko standing in the crease behind the goaltender. Yeah. But that's kind of how those go. Right. You get a weird one. Yeah. And then everyone goes, okay, we're a hockey team. We know how to do this. We're a hockey team. Yeah, right. <laughs> and even even though it's a little
0: weird just in, in how it all comes about, there is ultimately hard work. The, there, and yeah. the formula for it is not complicated. They yep. go to the net. Yep. Their best players are hardworking. They're creating chances. McKinnon hits a post. Yep. Rantanen is digging. He finds he finds the puck back there. He puts it in. Nachushka puts it in a second time for fun. <laughs> like... <laughs> You know, like it's it's your top line being your top line and that that aspect of it, you have to feel great about it. Yep.
1: And it's to be more specific about that, you feel really good about your top line being committed and doing that hard work. Yeah. As a couple of the main guys that you're looking at in that St. Louis game of where'd they go? Why? What happened? Why did your best players give up in this game? And instead, you got the the high effort, the hard work. Yeah. Not only for that first goal, but they would go on to pick up a whole boatload more points as the game went on yeah, between the, the be bunch of them. they would be your top line. Yep. So, quality stuff. Hard to hard to argue yeah. with where the abs got to in this game. Absolutely. Even if you can argue with the start. Yep. I want to talk about this very briefly. We don't have to stay on it for very long because... Well, you know what? I actually, let's just expand this to all of the players in the lineup that aren't normally. McDermott played less than three minutes. That just feels unsustainable. Yet the abs keep doing it. But I'm less focused on him and more focused on. You had Malinsky in this game. You had Caleb Jones in this game. You had Kiviranta in this game. I'll be honest. I didn't know just Kiviranta much at all. Yeah. Uh, Malinsky was fine. I don't think he really stood out to me, but had a couple nice rushes up the ice. Ended up with a third assist on uh, mm-hmm. Druin's goal, and then Caleb Jones gets a proper assist in this game. Yeah, uh, are th- are these guys making a case for a permanent lineup spot? Do you think it's a start to something, or is oh, this more of a one-off? Wouldn't we say
0: permanent? It's nothing's permanent. I'll take it too literally, um, sure. but I will say whatever whatever is ailing Gerard and Manson right now after the performance tonight. Leave them out. You're really not in a hurry. I don't yeah. think. Uh, I don't think you're rushing either one of those guys back. And you're saying that worked just fine. What? Uh, what's the second game look like?
1: Maybe we find out.
0: Yeah. And it is. I mean, it's against Anaheim. So and it's we not know. Like- we know this ducks this ducks team under Cronin to start this year been has a been, bit of a heater. Well, yeah. and they've they've just made teams work. Yeah. So you're not going to get a soft game. It's not going to be an easy game. It's not going to be a freebie or anything like that. Um, So it's going to be, I think it'll be a good test of them. And I do think that uh, if those guys are healthy, they come back into the lineup. Of course. There's no questions asked for me. Yep. Same. Both of those guys are significantly better than the two cats that came into the lineup. It's
1: just the reality of the situation.
0: (laughs) And that's not to say that I didn't like the game from either one of them. Molinsky a guy that I really want to go back when I rewatch it later tonight. I really want to dig through it. it a little more thoroughly before I get too into it. I think there were things that I liked, sure, but I really want to. I really want to dig into some of the film on it later on. Uh, with Caleb Jones, I don't need to. I feel very very comfortable that that went really well. Thank and Julie. Yoel Kimi Ranta, I thought was fine. I I really didn't have any like. Which I is, will keep an eye out for him again when, sure. I'm, when I'm re-watching but it, but I'm... If
1: you're getting no demerits on your fourth line, you're doing an okay job. Yeah. So. And he was out
0: there on the PK. PK yeah. had a much better night, so you give him credit for being part of that as well. Yep. That's great. Like, it's important that those guys come in and be solid contributors, and when we're talking about, you know, Riley Tufty, Kibby Ronta, Malinsky, Jones... These guys have come into the lineup, and they've had good games on individual nights, and it makes you feel like, one, the Eagles should probably be better, and two, you feel that your depth is at least competitive right now. And yep. that is a really, really, really big thing after last year's major was, frustration where dude, you're... It just ran out. Like, yep. Do you remember the fourth line with Curtis McDermott, Martin Cout, and Jacob McDonald? Like That, that happened. Yep. Tough. And... You feel better about that, and you feel better about your situation right now based on what you've seen so far. Yeah, It's obviously still early, and there's lots of games to go, whatever. Um, we'll see bad nights from some of those guys, too, but that... It was a good one. Yeah. and that's a, that's a solid Seattle team.
1: Yeah. I Look, the Avs went out and won the season series 2-1 against Seattle tonight. It's, and you look at their one loss, and it's a last-second... 4-3 loss too so you feel pretty good about how the way the abs have played seattle specifically
0: yeah came this close to grabbing Just, a minimum of five of six yeah. points potentially six yep. so um in reality four of six is still pretty good you'll take it man i would take four of six against almost everyone every pacific you will team go
1: a long way with a lot of four of sixes
0: yeah I would prefer 6 of 6 against San Jose.
1: Of course. (laughs) Edmonton doesn't have that.
0: Yeah, sucks to suck, Edmonton.
1: Uh, Let's do these winner's shots from Breck Distillery. Some Dr. Dubs prescribed vitamin W. Thank you for the 100 likes, chat. You can get your Breckenridge Distillery whiskey at breckdistillery.com. Head on over there and order it. Online, if you would like. Or, of course, you can find it in your local liquor stores. You can also get in on their giveaway. They're giving away sweet tickets to the Broncos game on New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. Which is turning out, it might actually be an interesting football game, even. And not just a fireworks experience. You know? Who knows? There could be playoffs on the line in that thing. So, go over to Instagram. Hashtag Broncos Bourbon. With your favorite pictures of the Broncos. They'll narrow it down their top ten. On December 1st, and then there'll be a fan <laughs> vote over at Breckenridge com slash bourbon of the Broncos. Go check it out. Go get yourself some sweet tickets. Go get yourself some delicious award-winning whiskey with Breckenridge Distillery. Evs did another thing well tonight, and that is score power play goals. Oh, how nice was that? It looked a little dicey in that first period, but... It was bad. They got there eventually. Yeah. And it's similar to what you said about the first goal, what gets them over the line on the power play? Ross Colton, that front. Yeah. Finds a rebound, puts it home. Hockey's a simple game, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and
0: we talked about that first Seattle goal. If It's very cracking. They just yep. go to the net. Yep. They get a rebound. They bang it home, and Brandon is very excited. <laughs> um the Avs get one of their own they just it's not it was not complicated they just went and they got a bounce and they you had a guy that outworked another guy and got to a puck first and he puts it in yep and when it works like that you're like oh this is really easy how come this just doesn't work like this and goalies are really good they do a really good job controlling rebounds defenses are really good they do a really good job clearing out where pucks go on rebounds yep it's hard to do when it works it looks easy
1: just got to make it work yeah
0: (laughs) and to get it from your second power play unit we talked after the last show yep i said i wouldn't even play that first power play unit tonight and And, uh, not to start the game they got some
1: garbage time goals but their tries in the first period were ugly yeah
0: yeah early on when the game was still in its competitive space yep um it wasn't getting it done and the second unit just goes out there and there's nothing special man Yep, There isn't anything where you're like, oh my god, there's no, there's no falling about the place.
1: Nothing. It's just do the work hockey. They did the work. They get rewarded. And that one, look, I'm not saying the abs are cured. I'm not saying they're the best hockey team in the world anymore. Yeah, Of course. But you have to admit that they have been an incredibly good hockey team with a lead this year. Yeah. I, they've been spectacular. Their problem is getting into that phase of the game
0: Yeah, as of late. Their goal differential and their wins is like plus
1: 25 or something. It's like ridiculous. Yeah. They run away with games. Yeah. And just play excellent hockey. With the lead, they've also come back a fair amount from first goals of the game. But yeah. it, it very quickly shifted as the Avs got that first goal and through the rest of the second period. it was so easy to just slide back into, oh, okay, yeah, this is Avalanche hockey, right? I remember. This is easy. Easy to watch, easy to play. And you watch them just kind of completely take over the game. Not just the top guys, not just the third line. Everyone in the lineup is all of a sudden, yep, they're up the ice, they're beating Seattle, they're winning pucks. Everything you need to do as a hockey team just falls into place all of a sudden. Seattle looks
0: so mortal.
1: Yep. Their
0: their superpower is the waves with which they can come at you, and none of them none of their lines are bad. Yep, they just uh, as Drew Doughty said about the Abs once they just have a lot of pretty good players.
1: <laughs> How do these guys have so many pretty good players. Yeah,
0: <laughs> what a fun mic up that was. Yeah, he's
1: he's a good mic up for sure.
0: And that's, that's what makes Seattle what they are. They don't have the great players. They've got just so many pretty good ones. And when the Avs get moving and they play with speed, as they did, it's eventually in this game. Yep. It wasn't, and again, it's nothing revelatory. Yep. But when they attack with speed, when they forecheck like that, when they are aggressive defending their blue line in the neutral zone,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they're not just giving up easy chances when they're retrieving pucks out of their own zone and moving well. Yep, they're real, real, real hard to beat, and it doesn't look like dominant defense because they're so rarely playing it. Seattle just doesn't play with
1: the puck very much in the second half of the the game. Didn't need to play dominant defense. Yeah, that's the reward of playing the best version of your hockey game. Yeah, final forty minutes of the game, they have to give up ten shots on goal. (laughs) Hard
0: to argue with those kind of numbers. Like, once they locked it in. Seattle was done. Yep. This is, why, this is why we thought that a healthy avalanche was probably going to handle them in the postseason last year. Yeah. And why they should have that advantage on paper. When Colorado stars show up and play the way that they can, and then the avalanche get their whole game engaged, they're very tough the out. The final
1: score is 5-1. <laughs> yeah.
0: And when Seattle doesn't get wonderful
1: goaltending. Yep. And just every awkward. bounce under the sun.
0: Let's be real. Joey Decord
1: wasn't, was not, so wasn't good, good Was not so good. This wasn't good. Definitely not. Uh, on that note, make sure your roof is not a sieve like Joey Decord. <laughs> it was too good. I had to take it. You could have just gone with leaky. Red Hawk Roofing has your back here in Colorado. When it comes to your roof, they're available 24-7 and will take emergency calls. So even if you spring a leak in the middle of the night, they have your back. They'll also give you a free, no-obligation roof and property inspection. So they'll come out and take a look. If you're not sure, if you think something might be wrong, call these guys up. They'll let you know. They'll give you in-depth photo reports, all for free. So you might as well give them a call today. Winter Proper is just around the corner. So give these guys the hookup today. Go get Red Hawk Roofing at RedHawkRoofing.com. Tell them DMVR sent you over there. Get your roof checked out, and they'll get you all set up with whatever it is you need with their quality materials and decades of experience. And then, when you reliably have a roof over your head, go get yourself some Kind Love and enjoy it. Because Kind Love has the best products out there when it comes to... uh, I mean, does a turbo joint count as weed if i call turbo joint weed is that fair yeah okay i don't know the official terms i just people give me stuff and i smoke it all right it's that easy kindlove.com for their full ordering menu on colfax that's (laughs) dangerous brother (laughs) you can get 25 percent in stores with kindlove with the dnvr code too so get over there order whatever it is you want it could be the turbo joints it could be weed it could be the topicals it could be the gummies they got it all for you whatever it is you might like hit up one of their two locations get yourself in with the DNVR code to get that 25% off your purchase and check out kindlove.com for all of their products second period of the DNVR avalanche podcast Uh, third period of this game is Uh, Let me ask you this. How much credit do you give Colorado for giving up one shot on goal in an entire period of which they started up with a one goal lead? It was a competitive hockey game. And how much of this is Seattle going away?
0: Certainly both. You can't 100% either. Um, I will say I said it in pregame. I like that the abs had the Kraken tonight because they were going to have to put together three periods. Yep, And I think that Seattle made the third period a little too easy.
1: I don't disagree.
0: But what a confidence builder for the Avalanche because <laughs> yep. that's, a, that's a fantastic third period. Once again, we've talked that they've been so good in some of these third periods this season, especially closing games. They've been nothing short of spectacular. spectacular. Yep. That's weird. That's just that, the right word. That's yeah, how you know. That was weird.
1: <laughs> it, look, it's pretty untouchable, the Avs third periods in games that have been competitive. Yeah. Yeah, the blowout games have been bad. No two ways around that. Yeah. But in every single third period game where they've led, they have won.
0: Yeah. And they came back in that first the Seattle game in yep. Denver. They had a yep. the comeback in it where they completely dominated, <laughs> tied the game up with six to go, and then...
1: Ran away, yeah.
0: It did not go great at the very, very, very end, but an- another good third period. You know, I mean, so the third period tonight from the Avalanche was it. It felt like a small breaking of the dam, you know, where you stay committed to the process, yep. you keep playing the game the right way, and it just started going their way a little bit more.
1: And and again, you could see the team flip that switch as puck started to go in and, and play with the confidence of even against a team like Seattle, who often does sludge it up mm-hmm. that third period, the Avs were, they were getting up ice pretty darn good.
0: There were three or four odd man rushes that could have really gotten the score out of hand Yep. Uh, with a little, with a little better finish from various avalanche yep. players. Yep. So yeah, I really, I, it was such a good third period, man. Yeah. It's, 2 1 going into it, you expect the big push to come from the Kraken, and, and it, it never, never does. does. Yep. It never does. Yep. And that's not 100% abs. It's not 100% Kraken, but it's enough of the abs that you feel great about it.
1: Any period where you have a one goal lead and you give up one shot on goal, yeah. you own them. Yeah. It, it's just, and it's not perfect hockey because, you know, you would score more goals or whatever, but. Perfect hockey's they, not real. It's they, not something you can accomplish. They outscore
0: them. They have more goals than the Kraken have shots on goal. That's In true. the third period of what was a one-goal game.
1: And they have, what, it was seven attempts even? Yeah. That's that's nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Seven shot attempts. That's seven pucks that they threw in the general vicinity of the net. I
1: don't uh, know how you can ask for more than that. Yeah. From a, a team defensively. That's yeah. ridiculous. Yep. You start going through, uh, obviously you get the big proper insurance goal first out of Kale McCarr. Yeah. Yep. How do you feel about this period being a confidence builder for Colorado? Great. It's No caveats, no anything, just they did the thing and it went their way? Yeah.
0: It's a good reminder that when they... It's a good reminder to the players that when they are bought in and they're playing the way that they should be playing, mm-hmm. they're a tough out. Yep.
1: Probably real more than a tough out. out. Yeah, I would go maybe a step further than that. Yeah, real but, tough out, man. But I, I think it pretty much, that sums up this recipe to an Avs win is their first three goals. Your top line works hard, gets rewarded. Yep. You get a goal from your depth in your second power play unit. Mm-hmm. And you activate your defense in Kale McCarr, who provides you things that very few defenders can actually provide in the NHL. Mm -hmm. On top of that, you also had two assists from Taves. All the things, all the hallmarks of a quality avalanche game come through in those first three goals for Colorado. And it pushed through for the the remainder, remainder of the game as well as they get a couple more goals. Yeah. And Caleb Jones gets a second assist.
0: Yep. On uh, the McCarr goal. Yep. You get five points out of your defense. We've talked about it over and over and over that um, the Avs forward depth might be a little iffy at times. Where you're wanting some more production. But Colorado's defense, especially between Taves and McCarr, outscore plenty of second-line players in the NHL every year. Yep. And to see each of those guys get two points... And not on, not necessarily on goals that they're involved in together. Sure. Which can happen where those, you know, you kind of double up on them. It's where bang, like, bang. Yeah. yeah. To see those points spread out.
1: Yeah, pretty. The Evs
0: don't lose many games with their defense chips in that way.
1: It's a good way to put it.
0: So when you're talking about a really aggressive defense, it's not just in how they defend the blue line and how they attack up the ice. It's how they attack with the puck in the offensive zone, the decisions that they make. And we saw both Stan Molenski and Caleb Jones were good at that tonight. That worked.
1: You also mentioned the Avs maybe left a couple out there in the third period. Totally. Even still, is this a regression to the mean for the Avs' high-danger shooting chances?
0: Puck starting to
1: go in and yeah. some for them. Now, granted, they also did have a puck roll along along the top of the, <laughs> the entire net of the in this bar, game, man. <laughs> what the hell was that? There was some strange stuff going on. Yeah, but it, you kind of mentioned it. That regression isn't going to happen all at once. Yeah, but a game like this is how it starts moving back into the right direction.
0: Definitely, and to see you know ranting. Gives you multiple points. McCarr yep. gives you multiple points. McKinnon gives you multiple points. That's great. Yep. That's how you want it. But you also get you get a Caleb Jones assist. Yep. You get two out of Devon Taves. You get two assists from Tomas Tatar. You yep. get a goal from Jonathan Duran.
1: A little bit of everybody getting involved. Exactly. It's hard to stop that.
0: It's real hard, man. It's real hard.
1: Is this... A jumping off point for Druin. I know you go back and look at that goal. It's really not a great goal for Decord to give up. Yeah. But that's fine. I mean, you got to get one. He's, yeah. had, he's been robbed of a couple
0: amazing saves this year. True. So to see him actually get get one goal goalie probably should have had. Good for him, man. Take it where you can get um, it. I'm not worried about what comes next for Druin. I'm, I'm just... He needs to build on it. It's on him. Yeah. You know, I don't have... I'm not going to say I have a ton of faith in it happening, but it's not because I'm a believer that he's done or washed or it's not working or whatever. It's just that he needed a good game. He needed something good to go right for him. It yep. happened. If that confidence can start building and moving forward and he can start chipping in, this everything I'm saying about Jonathan Duran is also the same for Tomas Tatar. Absolutely. If those If those two guys can continue to move their games forward, you really... Colorado really needs it.
1: Duran's goal comes directly next to Nathan McKinnon on the rush.
0: Great job, guys.
1: Leave it together?
0: Sure. Okay. The, in the absence of an Lakinin, obvious option yeah. at the moment, I mean, I think Natushkin's probably still yeah, sure. a better fit there. If they're going to... You could if, do if, both if you're leaving are doing Ma- If they're doing McKinnon and Rantanen together, you might as well have Natushkin there. Sure. If you're going to split McKinnon and Rantanen up, then have Duran with McKinnon. That makes sense to me. Okay. I'm, I'm worried less about the line mates and more worried about just Jonathan Duran playing good
1: hockey. Play good hockey, get a consistent role, do your thing. Exactly. Seems pretty straightforward to me. It was pretty good tonight. It so. was. It was. Uh, last goal. Not as good of a game from Val on the whole, I would say, but. He puts one in the back of the net. It's kind of a garbage time goal. Still. Got
0: absolutely robbed. True by Decord. Yep. So for him to get one, a little bit of
1: justice on that yeah, one, maybe good for him. How do you fit all of these guys together? And I'm not talking about like actual lineup, but okay. When you have a night like tonight, and you're looking at, hey we're starting to get these guys rolling. How do you give opportunity to everyone accurately? Because you got a goal from June. You had two assists from Detar. You got a goal from Val. How do you balance that?
0: You had a really sick passing play between Wood, Colton yeah, and, and O'Connor. O'Connor too. doesn't
1: finish it, but yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> is there, is there a way to give some of those guys more ice time though? Or is it just you play your role and if you play it well, good. Yeah. I think that's it, man. Just okay. do your job. All right.
0: It's I don't, don't think overthink it.
1: Yeah, I don't. I don't. I uh,
0: the organization right now is not in a place where they can. Definitely um, true. We've yeah. seen we've seen that right now they're still just too fragile to be. Just try and string together two good games here.
1: Yeah, fair enough.
0: You know, it's <laughs> been it's been such a shitty two weeks for the Avs that even the couple games that they've won, you're like, Ugh.
1: just get your feet back under you a little bit. Yeah,
0: because every every one of their wins has just been followed up by. Ugh. Yeah, it's true. So string together another good game. Yep. Put it together. I would like to see a better first period. I will take a less dominant third as long as they still play a good third. (laughs) Uh, A less dominant one in exchange for a good first period, a competitive first period. Your third
1: doesn't have to be as dominant if you go into it up three goals, it turns out. Yeah. So a better first means
0: you don't have to be so amped up for a one goal game. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: On that note. That brings us to our DraftKings Pick of the Week, which right now, the best bet in hockey is to bet on whoever's playing the Avs to score the first goal of the game. Cashed it twice in the last week. It's easy money right now. Not that you have to love it, but it'll get you good money over on DraftKings Sportsbook. Go jump on it. Use the DNBR code when you sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets when you sign up. You might as well jump on it. It has to be a new account. But $200 in bonus bets is uh, a bunch of money to play around with and do whatever you want, whatever your bet is, whether it's the NFL, NHL, NBA, other leagues that you enjoy, they've got you covered. So get over there, get the bonus bets while you can. And of course, as always, uh, if you have a gambling problem, call uh, 1-800-GAMBLER in New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in West Virginia. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash football terms. Got there. <laughs> what?
0: I like to believe that sometimes when you're sleeping, you wake
1: up Mrs. Rudo by doing that in your sleep. I that would be so funny. Just stumbling over a, a disclaimer. Read. Also brought to you by Shady Rays. So make sure you go get your Shady Rays on when you maybe win a little bit of money over there. Uh, Shadyrays.com to order yours today. All sorts of different awesome pairs of sunglasses. A uh, bunch of different shades, styles, colors, whatever you want. They have something for you over at ShadyRays.com. And when you use code DNVR to check out, you get 50% off when you order two pairs of sunglasses or more. So it's a great deal on top of all of it. Uh, they've been given a five-star review by ridiculous amounts of people. Uh, go get yourself some. And the best part is... If in the first 30 days you break them, lose them, or just don't like them, give Shady Rays a call and they will replace them entirely for free. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast. Improvements to make here, other than the first period, obviously. Mm-hmm. Not a ton to nitpick in those second and third periods, man. The apps haven't really
0: allowed us many games. For nuanced discussion, yeah, right? recently it's been
1: it's been very yeah. hammer and nail, yeah. basically. He's straight <laughs> up, man.
0: <laughs> so um, it's it's hard, really. Like, I'm not gonna like harp on the McDermott stuff tonight. I guess I just don't get it.
1: it my confusion with the McDermott thing is, you are choosing to play him less than three minutes a night. Yeah. What is the objective of what you're doing? Like,
0: what's the appeal of yeah. putting him there and not Riley Tufting? Right, like that. That's my question, man. And like,
1: he had a fight; he beat the hell out of Jamie Alexiak tonight, yeah, which so ruled. It was I mean,
0: that part was great. He just doesn't do that most nights. And then also playing less than three minutes is like,
1: right. That is, it was that fight worth essentially just not having a roster spot for tonight's game? You could. I'm sure some people would argue yes, but. I, don't, I, I, I don't, don't get it tonight. I don't mind it. It's easier when you're up five-one, but yep. I don't
0: know. Yeah, I'm. Look, these guys are like the fringes of the roster. It's a sixty-minute hockey game, right. and fifty-seven minutes of them happen without the guy. So I'm not gonna.
1: If that's what you're nitpicking, it was a good night.
0: Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just saying I don't get it. That's all it is.
1: Yep. If that's your usage
0: for him in a game that you're winning,
1: I don't get it. If you can't play him, then win, can you? It's kind of the,
0: yeah, but like if, if you're up five to one after the first period, great. That's not going to happen probably at all this season. Maybe ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I just don't get it. Um, so that's just where I am with that. It's. It's not a big deal. We're talking about fourth line guys here. This is, you know, in previous years, watching some of these guys play 12 minutes, like if Curtis McDermott is playing 12 minutes, do I feel better about that? No, there's a balance, though. You know, Yep. there's a balance there. And it's obvious that the coaching staff doesn't trust the guy to be on the ice during the game. And that's where I just say, okay, you're spending a million dollars in cap space and a valuable roster spot for what?
1: And I think that's fair to ask. And the part of it for me, like moving on from McDermott, as we've clearly seen, the Avs have plenty of guys. They want to get into games. Tufty, just signed Kiviranta. You look at someone like an O'Lausen who's playing pretty well there. Yeah. In, uh, in Loveland. Even going a little signed bit Peter further Holland. than that. I mean, I'm just, I don't think you can yeah. now that Kiviranta's taken the contract. But yeah. he has played great down there. It gets confusing to me when the Avs have other options, but again, whatever. He, he did the thing he was supposed to do tonight, hard to nitpick it too much. Defensive side, are you looking to figure out a role for someone like a Caleb Jones? Let's say the Avs like this game as much as you did. Is there a way that they can work him into getting more ice time? Is it more penalty kill time?
0: Yeah. So he played, I think, um, I think it was about a minute less than Jack Johnson tonight.
1: That's relatively close.
0: And when you're talking about having two guys that you've just called up who haven't played for you yet this year, like I expected Jack Johnson's minutes to go up a little bit. Yeah. Um, for them to take a very minor bump from like 13 to 15 shows they
1: already believe in caleb jones to do something they were already yeah.
0: pretty comfortable and and of course at the end of the third period the way that it goes i'd be curious to break down the shifts and see if jones does get maybe the an extra minutes to, or is it the garbage time whatever. yeah exactly yeah. and just see how the distribution of his shifts was but i i think for as long as you're playing these guys in the same lineup johnson and jones sure because um, right now, I think that's probably the conversation. You, it's very obvious they have four you. guys they are not coming with, out of the with lineup. Gerard, yep. Byram, Taves, and McCarr. They've got four guys that they absolutely trust and will play a ton as long as they are healthy. Manson. Manson has been a consistent bridge
1: between. Well, and he continues to be the guy that does something different on the yes, defensive side. And. Right?
0: If you were to if, if both guys continue to be out, then it's easy. You continue to play: you don't Jones, think about it. For Johnson sure. Malinsky, yeah. whatever. Um, but I, I think that that, is, that should be the battle for that sixth job. Yep. And Jones is not as physical versus sure. Johnson. He also can handle a puck. Well, he's way better at a lot of the little things that the Avalanche do, which is kind of why we've always had the conversation about him. Mm -hmm. Um, It's one game, so, you know, you're not... not, Of course.
1: But also, one of one point to Jones. And Jones
0: tonight was better than Jack Johnson has been in any single game this year, in my opinion. He scored
1: a goal the other night. In a pretty... (laughs) Okay, in a pretty
0: similar role that Johnson plays every night. Limited minutes, third pairing style. Exactly, and if that's the role that you envision him being in, him next to Josh Manson is easy to see it working. Yeah, Yeah. it's easy to see it working. Jack Johnson has not been a vital part of the penalty kill. Sam Gerard has taken that job. Yeah,
1: they've limited Jack Johnson's minutes on it, to be honest. Right.
0: So, and you obviously you're not talking about him being on a power play unit. He plays almost exclusively at even strength. And uh, his skating is an issue. Which Jones, is, is, a little Jones quicker. is
1: not. Yeah.
0: yeah. So it's... Again, it's one game. But both Jones and Malinsky have made it close the gap for the conversation. When there was no when there was no appearances for those guys, they were purely AHL, and the lineup was healthy. It was like they're probably not going to do anything, guys.
1: The, the door is now ajar, and
0: Jones's foot is in it. Exactly, that's a good way to put it. It's a far more succinct way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> so Look. that's it, the that that's it. That's yeah how it starts. Right. Right. Still got
1: to open that door, but yeah, he needs to.
0: The foot needs to go all the way into the door. He needs to kick it open. Yeah. He needs to go stomping through. You know. <laughs> And then cement a spot, but like Caleb Jones is like a—he's a third pairing guy for a reason. Sure, like there's a limit even there. if yeah. even if you play him 15 minutes a night, he's gonna have bad games. Yep, he's not a world beater. Otherwise, he'd be on Carolina's defense where he signed and would not have gotten waived. Yeah, and you know Chicago might have prioritized trying to keep him and not continuing to play him as much as they did last year. Yep, Edmonton—we're talking defense needy teams here. <laughs> have had him and chosen to move on from him. The, so there is a real limitation that should be accepted there. Yeah. But when you watch him play tonight, you're saying...
1: The question that these conversations always tend to boil down to is, is he going to be more consistently better than the devil you know? And the answer is maybe. Yeah. We don't know. We haven't seen the bad The difference between
0: Caleb Jones and Sam Malinsky and why I'm not having a louder conversation about Malinsky right now is that Caleb Jones has an NHL track record to speak of, in which we have seen his underlying numbers have been quite good when he's played as a third pairing player. Yep. That's the role that we would talk about him in Colorado. And that's the role where you look at their entire roster when healthy Yep, and say, it's one of your biggest
1: weaknesses. I'm not trying to deter Malinsky lovers here because I do think Malinsky is probably an NHL or somewhere down the line but Sam Malinsky, we saw tonight sure yeah (laughs) he he has it there yeah but but you're also talking about an offensive defenseman that has 20 games of professional experience arguably the hardest position to learn yeah at the pro level give the guy some time (laughs) Definitely. That's all I'm saying.
0: And he looked better tonight than at any point during the preseason, which he played almost the whole damn thing. And which he at times looked pretty rough around the edges. Yeah. And he got into a real game against a hard four checking team that should have made his life miserable. And he was just Managed fine. Managed it. Yep. He was just fine. So that that alone makes you feel like hey, maybe they've got a couple guys back there that they feel okay about that can yeah. that can play stretches.
1: Would not surprise me to see both of them, obviously in this current stint, but down the line <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. That's all I really got, AJ. Anything to add on a on a big win? I know we got super chats and stuff to get to too, but um,
0: I mean, we've been kind of low energy tonight, but it's like this is what winning should feel like. This is the team that you we've expected to see. Maybe not five one, but this is the team that we've expected to see. This is this is what it's this is it working. This is back to work. This is back to business. One,
1: it is routine. It feels routine and it should. Yeah. Two, it's fucking midnight again. (laughs) Three, the Broncos had all the excitement tonight. (laughs) All right. The Avs went to work, got a regular win. The Broncos can have the craziness.
0: I'm all for it. Take it. It's good for everybody. It's
1: good for everybody. Uh,
0: We don't need it. I'll take 5 1. Let's get to the super
1: chats. $2 $2 from Kevin, who says a much-needed dub, 300 wins for the GOAT. Yeah, Jared Bednar's 300th win in the head coaching position. Only the 32nd <laughs> player to do it with, or 32nd coach to do it with a single team. I, I laughed. I think it, he's also 12th fastest. Yeah, it was pretty quick, despite so, that first season. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah.
0: Um, I had somebody, had the same person tweet at me that Jared Bednar should be fired after the first period. Mm-hmm. And tweeted at me after the game, boys look great, what a dub. And I was just like, live in the moment, baby. Feels so good to be back. <laughs> when We're the moments
1: s- are good, they're good. Yes.
0: Yeah. So back on the uh, Jared Benner is the problem. Team looks great.
1: <laughs> We're good. It's all good, man. I, uh, my tweet feed had a very big uh, duality of man moment as well. Uh, successive tweets. Sports have to be the dumbest thing ever invented. Next tweet. I feel so alive. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's the sports fan experience right there.
1: <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. We've got $5 from Mike, who says Kale scores, Drew scores, uh, Squiddiots in absolute shambles. All is right with the world. Malinsky, Jones, and Kibby all looked great, too. I love the Squiddiots. I think that's sick. I'd make a shirt that says Squiddiots. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what they're. Fan club should be called. The squittiest. The Yep. Here for it.
0: Uh, Uh, Stop booing Kale McCarr. You guys sound so stupid. It's so dumb. It's not not a
1: good read. It is so small. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you for the super chat, Mike. Uh, 270 from Kay, who says, smiley face.
0: Uh, Yeah, the world's biggest Jonathan Duran fan is big time happy tonight. Yeah,
1: I bet. I bet. Good times for (laughs) her.
0: Kay's feeling it.
1: I'm happy to. Tonight, we're all Druid fans. Uh, $2 from Vaguely Sober, who says, no magic tonight for Sam, first NHL game. I mean, you know, there's some magic in that in some ways. Yeah. Even if he doesn't score a goal. Look,
0: there's always magic in the mundane, brother. You just no got to find it. What
1: kind of positivity workshop is this?
0: It's not. It's just life, man.
1: Uh, It looks like, what is that, $7 total from Towering Flesh, who says, amazing game. Love y'all at DNVR. Go Evs, go. Thank you very much, sir. What? Casual username as a dictator. He's been around. He's been around. I've seen him in here before. Calling him a hoe. How towering (laughs) is that flesh? Yeah, that's what I'm I'm saying. Thank you very much. Uh, $5 from Rugby Professor? Or is it Rugby Pro F2? I don't know. Uh, can we talk about the McKinnon to Druin hookup? So satisfying. It felt good. Felt a long time in the making. Yeah. yeah. Felt like it was coming yeah. for too long. But... And it was
0: great to see for Jonathan. Trudeau. Oh, yeah.
1: You have to feel good for him. Yep. The weight wait off the, there were, the back there, there. There were moments
0: like this when Neil Yakupov was in F2 where you were just like, you have to love this for the guy. Yep. You don't know how long it'll last, but when you're in that moment... You, Just enjoy it. You're living in it. Yep.
1: yep. Thank you very much. $5 from Eugene, who says, At the game tonight live, it felt like that overturned interference shifted momentum, and the Avs never looked back. Bednar did all he could, y'all. I wanted to I wanted to believe that that overturned interference would shift something, but I don't honestly think it really did, other than obviously the Avs not being down 2 nothing, It did. You think so?
0: Absolutely. It's uh, the same. It's the same shift that took place against in the St. Louis game when Ross Colton doesn't score,
1: and uh, instead of being
0: instead of being one one, it stays there. St. Louis ends I, up building that yeah, lead. Whatever. I guess it's that's, the same. It's the same kind of momentum where if they get to two nothing on that sh- on that power play goal or on the shorthanded goal,
1: uh, that's more of a mental thing than like an immediate impact. Of yeah, how and it doesn't. Thing. It's not like
0: a big energy builder, but it keeps them in it. Yeah, it keeps them emotionally in it.
1: All right, I can see the point. And yeah, uh, two dollars from Peter who says Seattle offense is open ice turnovers dump and chase for the win. It th- I think a- the Avs when they're playing well make a lot of teams' offenses look like a turnover machine. To be honest, yeah, with you. and that's how <clears throat> that's how
0: Seattle has to play. Yep, they aren't good enough to carry pucks through uh, through the uh, neutral zone on a consistent basis. So. They have, to, they have to dump and change and try to forecheck and work hard. And that's a team that scores goals almost solely on other teams' mistakes.
1: <laughs> Avs are a team that create their own goals a whole lot more, for sure.
0: Yes. They, the way they stress defenses is completely yep. different.
1: Yep. And then $5 from Joseph, who says, was at the game in Seattle tonight. Great to see Kale get a goal and silence all the haters in the arena. Go Avs. Lots of, lots of y'all at the game tonight. Happy for you. It is very cool. Good one to go to. Mm-hmm. Pick a good one. Uh, it was a good one. I, again, this feels less of a booyah big celebration, Avs, and more of a, all right, they're back on track. Let's go to work. Go to do Definitely it Definitely to
0: celebrate it, though. because oh, for sure. You win the series against Seattle. You win the season series against Seattle. For all this, the Kraken or the Avs kryptonite talk,
1: <laughs> record over the last 10 games between these two teams. The Avs have won more games. Five and five. Is it five and... Okay. They was five and four coming and into one tonight. point. So you... Okay. Five and five. Yeah. So I'd, whatever.
0: So if, if, if that's... Your, if kryptonite you, is 500 if, hockey. If, if yeah. your Kryptonite is like five hard-fought wins. <laughs> that's not terrible. Your Kryptonite
1: sucks. <laughs> it's it's easy to forget. The abs are also nine and five, which is not six and oh, but a perfectly respectable hockey record right now Mm -hmm. so you string a couple games that look like this together they're rolling again you feel good yep
0: it's on to the next tomorrow yep off tomorrow yep off tomorrow and then back at it wednesday at home against the ducks chance to string a couple games together here yep especially i don't know the health status of trevor trevor i know he is Recently missed some time, but I don't know.
1: I don't think. I'm pretty sure he's not playing tomorrow night. Okay. So if and he doesn't play
0: in that game. Yeah. Just one more feather in the cap.
1: Yeah. We'll see. I can, what are the Ducks going to do on a back-to-back two? I don't know. Whatever. but Get rocked. I'm here for that. Hopefully yeah. the Avs can keep it rolling. We appreciate all y'all. Almost to 200 likes. I'm not going to reward you guys because you didn't get there. But we appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. Uh, we are back tomorrow. Weirdly, we haven't done a Tuesday show in what feels like forever. But we're doing a Tuesday show. Yeah, we're, just the two of us again. Yeah, it'll just be two of us. Uh, maybe we'll talk around the league. I don't know. We'll see. We should. Yeah, yeah. Feels like the right show to do it. Uh, but we appreciate y'all. Keep it over at the DNVR.com for all of our postgame stuff. We're about to go have really long nights writing and making videos and, and doing all that. So. Way more
0: fun to do when they play well. Yeah, Yeah. no kidding. No kidding. Uh, Way more fun. You
1: know, check it in the morning, or if you're a a night owl, check it tonight. We will be back in the next one right after I tell you about how you should go drink some Breckenridge Brewery like these Broncos countries right here. Uh, Eight different kinds on tap at the bar. Also, if you guys haven't, come down to the bar. Uh, Doing a gigantic giveaway later this week. On the 18th, giving away 10 trips to Vegas with the Broncos gang and go stay at Circa. Live the dream on that one. Uh, Highly recommend you get down to the bar, drink your Breckenridge Brewery. If you can't do it, if you're not here local, you can find your Breck Brew on breckbrew.com with the Breck Beer Locator. All right, that's it. We appreciate y'all. Hey, look, you got over 200 likes. Now I I appreciate you. That's the good stuff. Uh, You're the best yeah here you go. A little a little reward for you there. a little, little bit of that action. Uh, we on, love you Goodbye. like <laughs> the